Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Issues 2017. I'm Steve McIntosh, and our guest is Chris Hyman with Senior Services of Wichita. Welcome to Issues 2017. Thanks, Steve. It's good to be here. Development Director, is that correct? That's correct. Sounds like a pretty important title. What all does that mean? It's a very fancy (laughs) way of saying I beg for money. Okay. Well, that's pretty simple. Uh, now, do other cities and counties in Kansas have uh, their versions of senior services? Or is Wichita the only one? Wichita is probably the largest uh, programs for seniors, the types of services that we provide. Now, um, many other cities and counties in Kansas have a Meals on Wheels program. They may have a similar or some type of an employment program. And... Um, especially the small communities, have senior clubs and senior centers. But as far as a incorporated and organized not-for-profit organization, I don't think they have anything as large as what we do here in Wichita. Do you have a mission statement? Yes. And do you have it memorized? Uh, pretty much, yeah. Okay. <laughs> what is it then? Senior services is dedicated to delivering um, services and programs uh, to older adults that allow them the opportunity to live quality lives and continue to make positive contributions to our community. How are you funded? And we're multi-funded. We have many levels of funding. Um, we are considered a private, not-for-profit charity. We, our largest funding source is actually Sedgwick County Department on Aging. Now, how many people actually receive your services in a year's time, Chris? Do you know? Um, We operate 10 programs. They're all designed to keep people independent, keep them active in the community. And for those homebound and isolated people, the the seniors that are receiving roving pantry or Meals on Wheels say, um, we allow them the security and the nutrition to stay in their own homes rather than a state-funded nursing facility. Um, Last year, well, most years we see over 9,000 people. Um, receive a service or a program of senior services. Wow. That's a lot of folks. That is a lot of folks. And our age range is really unique because we start as young as 55 all the way up past the age of 100. So you've got somebody over 100 then, eh? We've got several over 100. Well, now, uh, do they have to to qualify? Do they have to be poor? Be blunt about it. Uh, no, do, they for don't. For your services? <clears throat> income, some of them maybe? Or, yeah vast majority, probably 60 to 70 percent of all the people we serve fall in the mid to low income categories. But that, but that's not a criteria for our service. Our services are based on need and age. How, uh, how big is your staff? How many employees do you have in there? Well, that's really, thanks for asking that question because it's really amazing. We operate 10 programs. We have 40 staff members, half of whom are part-time. All right. And, uh, I think you have some big news to tell us about your facility. Do we you do. Have, we do. Do you not have some big news? I have a very big, First big of project. All, let me, tell, let me t- ask you a couple of questions about your current facility. Absolutely. It's over there right off Seneca, right? Correct. 
Was that a, a church at one time? Yes. And Rem- how long have you been in there? We acquired what was um, we acquired the property at 200 South Walnut, which be- prior to 1991, when we acquired that property, that was the old St. George Orthodox Church. Okay. We used to be located in the boathouse, and then in 91, the city wanted the boathouse back to turn it into a museum. So they helped us find the property that that St. George was vacating mm-hmm. there and in Delano. Um, the facility was built, the church sanctuary, um, which up until this past week uh, served as our administrative building, which housed administration um, and our Meals on Wheels social service department, our roving pantry department. That was built in the 1940s. Mm-hmm. And then the South Building, which um, up until last week housed Downtown Senior Center and the Senior Employment Center and still currently is housing our Meals on Wheels kitchen. That was built in the 1950s. So that building was built for families and children. We, uh, It's not handicapped accessible. The bathroom stalls are narrow. Um, the building itself, I mean, it's well over half a century old. We've had numerous repairs over the last decade uh, just to keep the structure functional. Yeah. Older buildings like that start to cost you some money. Absolutely. Very going. much a, a nickel and dime situation for us. And if the kitchen facility, you turn out a lot of meals every day, right? We turn out between 850 to 1,000 meals a day in a kitchen that's not equipped to handle bulk storage. We don't have flash freezers. We have to, the Meals on Wheels program has to purchase pre-cut vegetables because we don't have enough space, counter space to cut our own vegetables. If we're able to buy whole produce and cut it ourselves, we clearly save a lot of of money in our budget. Hmm. Interesting. Now, you're going to a new facility. Uh, You want to tell us about it? Yeah. Actually, it's a a big remodel, rebuild, renovation project of the current facility at 200 South Walnut. About a year and a half ago, we received a call from the Wallace Foundation and Velma Wallace, while she was alive, was a long-term Meals on Wheels um, volunteer and a longtime supporter of our agency. They gave us a call, and they said, we would like to offer you a a very generous lead gift for you to either relocate or remodel your facility there at 200 South Walnut. Um, Of course, it took... It took a year of, of not talking about that publicly and kind of working out those details, getting with the architectural firm, uh, LK Architecture, which have been amazing to work with, um, and, and kind of fine-tuning that plan. So the plan is um, to tear down the church building and rebuild new. Uh, we will triple the size of our Meals on Wheels kitchen. It'll be a brand-new kitchen facility that will have all those things I mentioned earlier, a flash freezer, uh, more storage, more prep space. Um, After that, we'll also double the size of our downtown senior center. The south building will be renovated and uh, updated to accommodate handicapped facilities. All the activities um, that, that go on within the senior center will all be located on the first floor now, where prior to that, for many years, seniors were having to climb stairs, use elevators to get to different classrooms and and activities that were going on upstairs. That's going to be administration. So where is that? Is that at the same location on Walnut? It's still at the same location on Walnut, yeah. Okay. 
So everything's going to be done there on Walnut. Everything's done on Walnut. And I do want to make sure that um, listeners, those especially that might be Meals on Wheels volunteers, understand that through this renovation process, our our current Meals on Wheels kitchen will remain opened. And we will still operate and and deliver, prepare, deliver from the 200 South Walnut location. So it's going to be tricky. Yeah. I mean, uh, (laughs) you're going to do the same location, but you're going to have to. As I understand it, tear down both buildings at some point, or you, just, you just tear down that we're tearing down the one church and yeah. we're renovating the recreation center. Okay, and then the, where the church is, a brand new building, a brand new facility will be built. Be, uh, extension to what we're remodeling. It's going to be fancy. Uh, it's going <laughs> <laughs> to. It's not going to be the Taj Mahal. Okay, um, but it's certainly um, for anyone who is familiar with our agency and has seen the the wear and tear that's happened with this facility over the years. Certainly, will be a, a much more appealing and attractive way to present our services to better the better office spaces for the workers and so forth. Much or? more space for the workers yeah. and for our seniors that are in that building every day. It'll make volunteering for Meals on Wheels easier. They'll have their own entrance. They'll have their own lobby. They currently share a lobby uh, with the downtown senior center. So um, like 10 o'clock in the morning, say Wednesday morning, um, in the in the facility as in its current stage, you could see this congestion of people trying to get to the senior employment program for a, a job orientation, or they're coming in to play pickleball, or they're coming in to, to deliver Meals on Wheels. And that whole corridor area of our building accommodated all of that downtown senior center senior employment will each have their own entrances and the meals on wheels volunteers and and typically we see 70 to 80 of those people come in each day they will have their own separate entrance and exit they'll have their own bathroom we won't have to share that with other other places so So other people if you're doing a brand new building then you've got to be accessible under the rules, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And this gives us, I mean, we've been grandfathered in and, and we've accommodated where we could over the years, yeah. but uh, this certainly um, will make us much more um, appealing and user friendly for a wide range of seniors, those that are very, um, you know, agile and, and capable to those that are in wheelchairns yeah. Yeah. and make it easier to get around. How, what's the schedule on this? How, it's going to take a while, I would imagine. <laughs> um, it's going to take at least, I would say, a year to 18 months okay. to finish the project. Um, I, I will say that we have completed raising 50% of a $6 million project. So we've, we've been able to secure $3 million. Um, now we're going public to the community, and we want them to understand that even though we've started a construction phase, that doesn't mean that we have completed everything needed for for this project. We have the three million started, and because of the the gift from the Wallace Foundation, we did have a timeline on when we could start construction. So we had to begin that this year. Um, so we have we we have enough funds raised to finish phase 1 of this project which is a pretty large phase it's the new meals on wheels kitchen um some renovations to the um downtown senior center um but phase 2 is a very important piece of that of that that we're still raising funds for and phase 2 changes the outward appearance of the building yeah. so it makes it much more appealing to look at in the neighborhood and it would be nice for Delano to have that it also expands our senior employment program so they've got more space they've got private interview rooms 
Uh, they have a lobby. That's another program where people are just kind of standing in the in the hall waiting to see one of their job specialists. I'm just doing my, and I'm not very good at math, okay? It sounds like you're still <laughs> a little short here. We are a little short. <laughs> I'm, I'm you not know, talking about you physically. You're a, you're a short person. And I, and I am, too. <laughs> I'm not talking about Not everybody at senior services is short, but there I am. <laughs> but money-wise, though, you're going to be a little short. We so are. I mean, I guess it's, our, our glass is kind of half full. Uh, we have 50% raised. We need another 50, which is $3 million to complete the, the project. Oh, you'll get it. I'm, I'm hopeful. I don't have my checkbook here today. But, <laughs> but you're going to mail that in, right, oh, Steve? you bet. You bet. Uh, hey, you're listening to Issues 2017 on the Intercom radio stations. And our guest is Chris Hyman, who is with Senior Services of Wichita, talking about all the exciting things that are going on uh, there at Senior Service. And, you know, you you got to be probably best known for Meals on Wheels. Yes, absolutely. It's our for those flagship. Who don't know, t- tell us about Meals on Wheels. Tell us about the program. Uh, you know, you said, how many did you say it serves? 9,000? Uh, all 10 programs of senior services oh, okay, okay. Uh, ser- will serve um, over 9,000 people at least one time. You know, that could be one person coming in one time a, a year to get taxes done at a senior center mm-hmm. or someone who's receiving Meals on Wheels every day for a year. So so it runs a gamut. We give a, a lot of service to a, a lot of of people in one year's time with 40 staff members, so it's really pretty amazing. How long has Meals on Wheels been going in? You know, Senior Services started back in 1968. A group of local ministers got together. They wanted to determine what the biggest needs were for seniors living in the downtown area of Wichita. And in January of 1969, they delivered their first 17 meals. Today, we're serving between 850 to 1,000 a day. Now, who, where do they go? Who do these meals go to? Uh, a recipient for Meals on Wheels must be age 60 and older, and they must meet criteria of being homebound. Uh, so that means that they're, they're not able or to safely prepare food for themselves. Now, they may be able to microwave a meal or they may be able to make a sandwich. But as far as um, being able to adequately provide nutrition for themselves they have to have that limitation they don't have anyone that can do that for them um, basically they're they're isolated and they're homebound mm-hmm. um, and you've been out on some meals we went out uh, a couple of years ago yeah I think. yeah it and was we very found, interesting um, we found someone who had fallen yeah yeah uh, so that is another thing about it and you're not just delivering meals you're checking on people who need to be checked on absolutely that was the other part it was really interesting absolutely to me. Yeah. 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 That's what that's what really grips the volunteers, too. They they become very attached to those people that they're delivering meals to. I mean, equally as important is the, to the nutrition is the fact that they have a daily safety check. They have a smiling face. They have a visitor every day that can say that can check on them and say, OK, you're fine or or you're not. Sometimes, <clears throat> you know, we've had to very rarely do we have to call the police. But that that is part Every of our protocol. Then, yeah. Every now and then, it can happen. Didn't we? Did we uh, deliver meals to a couple of sisters? Maybe that was it. That was the woman that had fallen. Gloria yeah. Farha Flengy was with us that yes. day. And uh, and yeah, and she didn't she didn't want us to pick her up, did she? I can't remember now. <laughs> I can't either. <laughs> but she was on the floor when we got there. She had fallen. So typically, what is in one of these meals? What's, what's it made up of? The meal. You know. Yeah. Um, that's another thing we're going to be able to do with the new Meals on Wheels kitchen is to kind of expand our choice for our clients. And when I say choice, it means we can offer 
maybe more specialized meals that are um, going to help them with their health uh, restrictions, things like that. Now, our typical meal now is uh, low sodium. You know, we do follow guidelines set by Nutrition Services for the state of Kansas because we're licensed in the same way. Our kitchen's licensed in the same way a restaurant would be. Uh, But we do have some guidelines we must follow through the Senior Care Act um, that requires us to be kind of low sodium, low fat. So, um, you know, and, and the generation we're serving now, they're the meats and potatoes people. Yeah. You know, they like meatloaf. They like they like scalloped potatoes. We're looking at now that the baby boomers are coming of age and our program does start at the age of 60. Um, those people want we, – we joke that they want salads and lattes. They're not going to want the same types of food. So with this – uh, new kitchen. This is really just preparing us for the future and for um, uh, serving those baby boomers. This is, is this a, a five day a week deal, or is it seven days a week on meals on wheels? It's five days. It's actually seven days a week, okay. but it is five days a week for um, the eight hundred and fifty to one thousand, and then on the weekends. Um, we do about 40 to 50 meals to those that are most isolated, frail, and at risk of being put in a state-funded nursing facility. Okay. Are you looking for volunteers? We're always looking for volunteers. We never have enough of volunteers, and those are our lifeblood. How many do you think you got right now total? Uh, for all 10 programs, I think we're estimating <clears> – <throat> I think the last I looked at some of those reports, it was uh, 500 to 600 for all total vast majority Meals on Wheels. Now, uh, do you get help from merchants and vendors on, on anything on Meals on Wheels? On occasion. Or do you um, have to go out and go to the store and buy it yourself, or how does it work? We actually, um, you know, it's kind of ironic. Next to restaurants, the Meals on Wheels program nationwide is Cisco um, and Benny Keith's second largest um, um, client okay uh so we we purchase you know um through food distributors uh, cisco benny keith um we have a wonderful partnership that cargill started with us many years ago with the kansas food bank yeah. cargill gives us a, a twenty thousand dollar a year credit at the food bank food bank will order we have to order bulk because we have so much to to prepare for and then they deliver um that that to us and it it's been real instrumental in the summer months. They will actually order us the um, uh, calcium substitute because milk can spill in hot or can spoil in hot weather. So yeah. for a few months, we use a, a powdered calcium supplement drink that we're required to to provide for the senior, um, and that saves us tremendously on our budget. We're going to talk about some of your other services today. Um, I, I've got a few that I know about. How about tell me about active lifestyles? What's that? Um, the active lifestyles that that is our senior centers, our senior employment program, and our senior mentor program. Employment, huh? Yeah, people are actually employment. hiring people over sixty. <laughs> they do, really? Yeah. Oh. Last year, that program placed eight hundred people. Wow, eight hundred people age age that one's age fifty five okay. and above. And you know, fifty five is not a senior citizen. We know that. But if you're out there trying to find work at age 55 because you've worked in an industry that maybe laid you off yep. and you've been there 20 years and you haven't updated your resume and and uh, it can be a challenge. There's still some um, 
um, stereotypes that employers have sure. about ho- hold, hiring the older worker. And re- recent surveys are actually um, – the trends now are, are changing that perspective. These people are dependable. They're reliable. The work ethic is strong. And that program, um, Wichita Business Journal, for many years recognized it as uh, one of the top three placement agencies in the city. Great. Tell me about uh, caregiving support. What's that? Our caregiver support is a program called in-home respite care and another component of senior employment called in-home services. In-home respite care is a concept we started back in the 80s uh, or the 90s, excuse me. Um, It was very novel at the time, but it was um, giving a caregiver of a dependent elder a break each week so yeah. that they can they can go shopping, they can take a nap, yeah. just something. So this allows that family to keep a, a senior loved one who's more than likely, you know, maybe has a terminal illness or Alzheimer's or had a stroke and is living with some disabilities. That, 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 that break that our um, workers provide is the difference between keeping that loved one at home or sending them to a nursing facility. Does senior services do fundraising events? We do, actually. Um, last night, Saturday night, we did our 10th annual Galaxy of Stars Celebrity Roast and Tribute, and Mr. Wink Hartman was our guest of honor. Oh, that means he got roasted then. <laughs> he got roasted. You had to be a good sport for that. Yeah, he's a very good sport. So that's one way you raise money. That's one way. We mm-hmm. do an an event every spring called the Heartland Golden Games. And that, that event's really starting to take off. Um, it is actually, for lack of a better word, I want to call it Senior Olympics, but it is a pickleball tournament. We work with um, this wonderful group of athletes. They're called the Shocker Track and Field Club. Um, we've been partnering with them for the last couple of years. They have a major track meet uh, on at the Heartland Games. Um, of course, our pickleball players, you know, that's a big pickleball tournament there. Yeah. And it's really, uh, you know, to brag on, on that event a little bit and what people um, don't realize is that we have like 80, 87-year-old pickleball players. We have a woman that I believe is in her late 80s now. She was... We interviewed her a couple of years ago for some PR we were doing. She was like 85 or 86 then. She traveled the world. She's a sprinter. Really? She is amazing. Um, she's – she's so, yeah, we have pole vaulters, like 82-year-old no. pole vaulters. That sounds terrible. Yeah. 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 I, you know, I, I wouldn't do that at 48. I couldn't pole Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's tough. Um, so that, you know, that really spotlights the um, – the, you know, people kind of get scared of the aging process. They're like, I'm kind of scared to get get older. I know it comes with health issues and things like that, but it doesn't have to. And and so that that event gives us the opportunity to really spotlight um, um, what great things they can do yeah. at any age. Uh, a lot of stereotypes out there. Um, you know, with the aging baby boomer population, I know some people who are in there. Uh, looks to me like you're always going to have plenty of work to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. You've got this potential field of customers or clients. You always have a job in aging services. Yeah. But uh, it'll be a challenge for you, too, won't it? Uh, It will. It will. This building, um, this. And our campaign is actually called Building for the Boomers and Beyond. Really? Yeah. Building for the Boomers and Beyond. How many bees is that? (laughs) Too many. Too many bees. (laughs) But it's catchy. It is catchy. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's fitting because um, we we have some statistics that Wichita State presented that 
I think by in 50 years, the Kansas population will have grown by 600,000 people. Wow. Of those 600,000 people, 400,000 will be retirement age. Hmm. So you got plenty of, plenty of work to do. Yeah. And I'll be keeping you busy, Chris, for quite a while. Hey, listen, thank you again for spending some time with us this morning. You've got a lot of things going on, and uh, it looks like it's going to be an exciting time here for the next uh, couple of years, at least, for senior service. And as always, thanks for spending some time with us this morning. Our guest is Chris Hyman with the Senior Services of Wichita. That's all for this edition of Issues 2017. We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. I'm Steve McIntosh. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.